and welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.FM or subscribe to the podcast at ForTheRecordPodcast.com. This week, we're talking about Lost in the Dream by The War on Drugs, which starts by shimmering into focus like this. Under the Pressure, the opening track from the third album from The War on Drugs. And this is a, an album that made it onto a bunch of best of lists. And I think those best of lists can certainly trigger a second listen. And I think that's a good thing. And in this case, it certainly was. This is an album that came out in March. And I don't think it really made an impression on either of us at the time. Yeah, I, I listened to it at the time maybe two or three times. And it's one of those albums that I think you have to give more of a chance to because it took a, a number of listens for me to really appreciate it. Well, yeah, we I think we both have that kind of bias towards songs that are a little faster and shorter and the punchy and get to the point. And there's so much new music out all the time that it's really hard for me to give something a lot of chance to grow on me unless it's an artist that I already know and love and then I'm going to spend a little more time on it. But I had listened to Slave Ambient when it came out in yeah. 2011 and I had kind of the same reaction of just like, man, what? Move on. And so it's, I'm glad we're... The, the reason we decided to do this on the show was that I wanted to spend a little more time on it because a lot of people whose taste that I respect really liked it. So... Yeah, and this first song, though, I think does act as a bit of a mission statement and kind of running in that opposite direction from Fast and Short. This is a song that's almost almost nine minutes, and while it's a got a pretty good tempo, it's pretty up-tempo, but it sure takes a while to get going, and it takes a while to wrap up. And in the, in the meantime, between that slow ramp up and slow ramp down, it just kind of spins like a dream, and just you kind of can wrap yourself in it, but it, it's not in a hurry to get anywhere. It's just... Mm -hmm. wrapping you in that sound 
Yeah, that's kind of what this whole album is about. And I was trying to figure out how to characterize the sound because it's kind of, I'd call it like a mix between Americana and a drone or ambient sound, which sounds like a really odd combination, but it works in this case. Um, The songs are just very impressionistic and detailed with a really complex production. And it's very much a headphones album. Yeah, your your common yeah the headphones you're gonna miss something if you don't have a, a good pair or at least a decent pair, and I think the you know you mentioned the production I think the instrumentation is really interesting because it's a rock album and yet I don't think there's a bass guitar and instead they really lean on keyboards either piano or a variety of different synth sounds, and then even also a little bit of horns I think there's even a tiny bit of harmonica but yeah bass guitar no way. Mm-hmm. It's a very 80s style of instrumentation and also a very 80s style of production. And I think right here at the beginning, we have to get it out of the way, which is to say that there's obviously a ton of reference to 80s American rock bands. So I wanted to set it up this way by just starting out by playing a couple short clips here. And just stay with me. This first one is my favorite Bruce Springsteen song, which is Dancing in the Dark. There's a joke here somewhere, it's on me I shake this world off my shoulders Come on, baby, the laugh's on me Stay on the streets of this town And they'll be carving you up all right You say you gotta stay hungry Okay, and then next, this is the beginning of Walk of Life by Dire Straits. So with those fresh in your mind, let's jump ahead to track eight from Lost in the Dream, Burning.
So I hope that all our listeners can hear those pretty direct influences from those 80s rock acts, which I guess we would have to call classic rock acts now because I guess I'm old. But I, I certainly like, though, how it has that upbeat instrumentation that recalls those other acts. And meanwhile, these are lyrics about loss and pain, where he's talking about your release me from your heart again and how he keeps repeating i'm just i'm just burning i'm just burning it's quite the downer yeah i think it's worth pointing out that adam granducil who's really the entirety of the war on drugs he just gets the musicians that he knows to come in and play on each album he started writing this record as while he was in the process of ending a long-term relationship and so you definitely get that sense here from the lyrics and the very first lyrics that start the album from under the pressure are well, the come down here was easy, like the arrival of a new day, but a dream like this gets wasted without you. Yeah, that sort of down feeling is, uh, I think, also reflected, at least on this song. A lot of the songs open with kind of the ambient. We heard that at the beginning of this song as well. But in this particular case, I like how it's super foreboding. It really has this kind of menacing tone. And then even, you know, it, it foreshadows the lyrics, even though the, when the main instrumentation comes in, it's so light. I like that foreshadowing, but things are, I think there's less of that contrast and things are a little more in sync in this next song we'll listen to, Suffering. I'm on vocals just sound so tired and broken and everything about the song just sounds like suffering. Yes, but I, th- I think he is kind of trying to search at least for meaning in the suffering. And I, there's kind of this moment that for me is almost the standout on the entire album where there's this kind of transcendence where the sound really cracks open and just becomes very, very wide and very, very pretty with kind of cheesy, but also very pretty lyric of being a snowflake through the fire and as I said, I think it's cheesy, but it just, it really grabs me. And he's like, he's oh, I'm a snowflake, but he survived. But what happens to a snowflake through the fire? Like it, it melts and then turns to steam. Like, what does that even mean? 
<laughs> he some he somehow he got through. Yeah, I mean, I guess my point is like a lot of the lyrics here don't make a lot of sense, and so it's it's actually maybe kind of a good change of pace for us because we've been doing a lot of albums where the lyrics are pretty important, and I feel like on this record they're just more about being impressionistic and sort of painting a feeling and not really telling a story in a direct way. And the effect I get from them is just sort of this abstract feeling of loneliness and isolation. And it kind of reminds me of Radiohead's The Bends in a way, because it's this feeling, this sense of like beautiful isolation or beautiful alienation is how I would put it. Yeah, he, he does come across as quite the tortured poet. And, you know, even if it's really cheesy, though, I think it's heartfelt. And there's just this earnestness there that's pretty winning. And uh, it's true here, and I think it really comes through on this next track, which is Red Eyes. he does throughout the album sorry microphone <laughs> he, he maybe overdoes it a little bit but i i think it makes the emotion feel more genuine yeah it's it's boiling over it cannot be contained yeah and it could come across as annoying i don't know it doesn't bother me I it's like, winning yeah yeah and i like in this song here how the guitar and the drums kind of ground the beat so that then he can layer these almost ambient synth and piano pieces on top of it and it's an interesting you know if, if it weren't for the guitar and the drums keeping it in place it could kind of just come across as one of these annoying ambient compositions that I don't like rather than a song but he keeps it together that way and I think it's worth noting that none of these tracks were recorded live I read in an interview with him that in each of these he had each musician come in and track their parts separately and then he cut and pasted them together which I just thought that was interesting because to me it seems like they're really playing together in a room it doesn't sound pasted together at all yeah it really sounds cohesive in a lot of these tracks and I think one of the things is in a number of these songs there's really this sense of kind of a jazzy and improvisational quality where the different instruments are talking to each other and there's really a conversation amongst the musicians in the room. And so the idea that that's happening after the fact is pretty amazing. And you know, you mentioned that woo and woo. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for, thank you for reminding us. But do you want to try and do it? Woo. <laughs> anyway, we, we have fun, but 
that sort of wordless whoop as a punctuation, but I think he also, in a lot of these sort of improvisational conversations, he kind of does this, let's, I will do an impression of a whoop, kind of with this word, <laughs> this wordless wail that feels very kind of pained and he's just, he can't even form words. And that's part of this conversation amongst the different instruments. And his voice is an instrument in that conversation and it really works. But thankfully, he does have some other vocal tricks up his sleeve, as we'll hear on this next track, Eyes to the Wind. a lot of these from the beginning because they take a while to get going but this is just an example of how they kind of meander in slowly and then they also just kind of meander out at the end yeah but this one on its meandering in is i i you've mentioned this americana and i i have to say i actually don't hear that so much on a lot of these songs but in this one definitely well when i say americana i mean like dire straits okay i guess i I hear that american rock like not as in folk americana okay but i think okay so i heard when i hear that i maybe think the more folky and that's i think here where i think vocally he's getting in touch with his inner bob dylan and during that opening you get this kind of twangy almost steel guitar and so sort of instrumentally vocally in that sort of wheelhouse and then also just lyrically this is really talking about the wind being kind of this force of nature and i think there is maybe a little bit of thematic consistency across the album because a lot of the songs talk about wind or water or burning sort of these elemental forces and you really get the sense of sort of man versus nature and that he's kind of powerless in the face of that Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's tempting with this album to just catalog the list of influences. Like you say, you know, here he sounds like Bob Dylan. There's throughout the record, there's guitars that sound like Roxy music to me. You know, Springsteen, Dry of Straits. There's a song where he does that flange guitar effect, as I think what you call it, where it's the, the effect that's at the beginning of Within Your Reach by The Replacements. So that's always what I hear. But anyway, I feel like this album is best compared to artists like Girl Talk or Jason Forrest, who did the unrelenting sounds of the 1979 post-disco crash. Good job. 
<laughs> where they're taking these sounds of the past and sort of cutting and pasting them together in a way that sounds entirely different and new. And it's kind of like he's taking the emotions that we might have attached to these songs that we remember from our youth and using them to convey a different sort of feeling when he combines it with these ambient electronic elements. Yeah, I appreciate that it's evocative without feeling like it's a rehash. But you talk about creating a feeling. And if I have a concern about or a critique to make of the album, it's that I think a lot of these tracks, he kind of creates this feeling and then it doesn't go anywhere. There isn't this sense of a push towards any resolution it's and maybe that's what he's going for but it can be a little unsatisfying i guess mm. as a listener and that there's just there yeah there isn't this narrative push but thankfully that's not the case on all the songs and uh, definitely for this next track called an ocean in between the waves feel the way that the wild wind blows to the room like a nail Just don't be the same anymore That might as well be the lack of forward progress that I described is because there's this sense of two chords going back and forth that the song's just one chord, the other chord, and just kind of back and forth like that. And this song is such a refreshing break from that because there really is, there's not only this really propulsive beat, but then this chord progression that goes to some interesting places. And I feel like I'm going somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it does have a lot of energy, but I think the fact that it's all minor key and the lyrics, again, are kind of down and in some places they're so low in the mix that they're almost unintelligible that it kind of gives this anxious feeling of being kind of on the run or in a panic state. It's very anxiety inducing for me. Yeah, he he does. He feels broken. And there's this lyric that's pretty overwrought, but I, I really liked this of that. It's like a nail gun through the heart that just doesn't beat the same anymore, that might as well be gone. It's just so woe is me, but so poetically stated. And he spends a lot of time talking about looking for someone and not being able to find that person. But that on the run is, I think, prompts me to touch on something. On a lot of the album, you know, even where there's a verse, chorus, verse, chorus structure, the choruses don't repeat. It's not the same lyrics. Maybe there's a phrase that's repeated, but in in general, it, there's never a sense of we'll just go back and say the same thing again. And I think that's pretty impressive. I think it's, you know, you, you talked about, oh, we're just trying to create an emotion, but it's he, he's not going to recycle those words. And I, I appreciate that. And I think this song stands out because you, know, you talk about on the run, this song ends with these repeated mantra of, I can't go back. I can't go back. I, you have to rise against. You can't, I can't go back. And that repeated it's, and it's so quiet. It's really low in the mix. It's almost subliminal, but I, th- I like that, that this is the one place he does that. And it just helps establish that. 
feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think that sensation is kind of an outlier in the album. Most most of the songs convey the sense to me that he's feeling out uh, isolated and alienated, but he's kind of okay with it. And there's this feeling of detachment in a lot of these songs. And I think that's what makes the title apt lost in the dream is you you kind of feel like he's pushing reality away and he's just kind of wants to stay in his little reality that he's created and so the one song that i'm thinking in particular is the penultimate song and the title track lost in the dream so we'll play that next But it's hard, I can't resist You may risk it all, you'd risk it all For the memory But it's living under your skin Love's the key to the things that we see And don't mind chasing Leave the light on in the yard for me There's just this pervasive melancholy and he's trying to hold on to his dreams and his memories, but they just get corrupted and he tries to hold on to this romantic idea that maybe love is the key, but in the end he's disillusioned. Love is just a game. And I think that's so kind of sums up the entire arc of the album that he's trying to come to terms with his past and he's holding on to things that he thinks will help, but they just slip away and just, they don't sustain him and he just ends up lost. I think that's the feeling that's kind of carried through into the last song. And we started out with the first song with the lyrics. Well, the come down was easy, like the arrival of a new day. And then we end with the the end of this last song with the lyrics. I'll be here or I'll fade away. Never cared about moving. Never cared about now. Not the notes I'm playing. Is there a room in the dark in between the changes like a light that's drifting in reverse? I'm moving. So it's like he's moving forward, but continues to just be pulled back into the past. But it's a beautiful past, and it's a delight to listen to. So we'll go out with that. Thanks for listening. You've been out in the street Talking about the war with me 
the background is enough. Don't wanna hesitate. Will they tell me where you're hiding? But through the haze, there's no one there. Wondering if you care. Calling out your name in the darkness. When I'm done with my time here, I'ma keep safe, strong through the railway. But I never mind going And I realize now That the room is bad And I hear 